Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorene and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Welcome to Living with Victory, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to dance in a ring with peace, joy, and love, and above all, with hope in Jesus Christ. Hey, we've got another program for you today, a little bit more in tune to today's world and what we're trying to get through, all of us together, the world, in this modern day. And by the way, just a quick note, don't forget our sponsors, Teague's Grocery and Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. And now, without further delay, is my wonderful wife, sidekick, 54 years, Laureen, author, oh goodness, <laughs> with the topic and the program. Hey, Laureen. Hi. Oh, it's so good to be here today. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful day today. I have hope, real hope, a message of hope. And this is from God himself. It's behold, I do a new thing. Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive and know it? And will you not give heed to it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We have all been knocked around. The world has been knocked around. Nothing is the same. Everything is different. But you know, because things are different doesn't mean that they're not good. Yes, we have had a lot of serious problems and there's been so much pain and uncertainty. But God is with us, even in those times when we just simply cannot see any light at the end of the tunnel. He is always right in the midst of us. He is saying, take heed to what I am doing. In Isaiah 43, 18, he says, do not earnestly with sincere and intense conviction, seriously, remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. He wants us to put whatever we knew in the past, in the past, and don't bring it forward, because he is doing a new thing. Now, I know I could trust my God when he tells me we're going in a different direction and you're going to be doing things you have never done before. Well, that does bring on a little bit of anxiety because 
okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just a little bit, right? <laughs> but, you know, when you're following the Lord, we do have to have radical obedience. Yeah. Because you know the person you're following. He will never lead you down a road that he will not be there to show you what to do. And you have to look in your own life right now because I'm sure everybody is in some kind of a mess or an entanglement from last year till now trying to work things out in, in your lives. But when he is in the midst of you, he will show you the next step. And that we can be sure of because his promises are true. We're looking at it you know, from what was and saying, oh, my Lord, you know, what's happening here? I used to do this and I used to do that. And I, I used to go to work and I used to be able to go out and eat anytime I want. I've lost loved ones to this thing. You know, barrage of things that have occurred in the last year, almost year and a half now. The thing that, that he's trying to say is doing a new thing. We have to keep that in mind and make sure that we're not looking back because the more you look back, the more you're going to get upset. You know, I want to be back there, but there's no such thing. The past always is the past. It's done. It's over with. The future is, is something to look forward to and embellish upon. And we're, we're not looking at that. And we don't know the future. This is true, you know. And there, there's a lot of people coming at us saying, well, it's all over with. It's the end. The government's no good. That's no good. This is no good. That's not true. There are so many people and so many stories in the midst of this catastrophe that have come out of it better than they went into it. And the only way you see that is if you are in tune with your Lord. I guess we perceive the Lord as spiritual, mystical, not human. He's up there. He's walking on a cloud. But you, you know what, what impressed me? There, there's a movie out now called The Chosen. They portrayed the disciples and our Lord as people, ordinary human people with faults including our Lord, you know, he came in the form of man. Nobody seems to, to, to realize that. He didn't walk around and float. He didn't pop in and out of walls. He lived a life. He was a carpenter. He had his ups and his downs. He did. The way this movie portrayed it was so beautiful because they made him a human being. He was. He was in human flesh. He felt everything we did. We can't understand that because, yeah, there's the other side. He was God-man. Well, yeah, that, that's a mystery of all times. That's the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And the Son was flesh. And believe me, he bled when you pricked his skin. He, he did a lot of that. But nobody realizes, hey, he went to weddings. He joked with his disciples. He didn't just stand in a corner with his hands folded and everybody ran around. If you get a chance, it's a good adaptation of what really was with human beings back in those days, including Jesus Christ, who was born of the Virgin Mary. He died on the cross and he suffered just, just like any human would. Take it from there. He knows what you're going through. He knows every inch of you because he also 
was the creator. Our Lord knows who we are, what we are, and that we are hurting. He's not hurting us. There's the other side of this thing. There is the devil. There, there is the evil that has catapulted forward. And where, where there's good, there's always evil. And it's been a, a real fight for generations upon generations. Matthew Henry, you know, uh, when Jesus came, that was a behold, I do a new thing. <laughs> yeah. Because the earth at that point was in total darkness. The people hadn't heard from God for almost... 400 years or more, and that was a new thing when Jesus came. And Matthew Henry, when it talks about verse 18, not remembering the former things, to undervalue the present things, when you remember the former things, you're putting down the new thing that is to come. So he's saying here, behold, the Lord will do a new thing. So that's exciting, because that means he's not leaving us alone. This whole scripture here came about because God was angry with the Jewish nation for trusting in other gods or putting other gods before him, whatever is more important in your life than God is. And he could not get their attention. He is long-suffering. He is a God of love and mercy. You know, we are his children. And God looks at a bigger picture, not just the everyday that we see, but he sees us going off into the wrong path, and he's going to cause something sometimes to bring us back to him. God doesn't like to be ignored. When you stop and think about it, we get so busy in our everyday lives. How much time do you really give thought to God or talk to him or do you even bother during the day or do you wait till Sunday? With all the technology we've got, there's no reason why we can't keep in touch with him. Online, there's Bible.com, there's Bible Gateway. It's there for you and it fills you. If you read it, you understand that what you're reading is today, yesterday, and tomorrow. It hasn't changed at all. Maybe the clock has been running, but that's all. But people are people, and situations are situations. Last year was catastrophic for so many people, including us, really. I didn't have COVID. I was blessed, no COVID, even though I'm high risk and all of that. But twice last year, toward the end of the year, I ended up in the hospital with a life and death situation. Cellulitis would give you an infection. It's because of circulation, which I have a problem with. It also turned into a deadly situation where my life was at risk because I got sepsis, which means the poison from the one area that was infected in the leg went through my body. I was almost at death's door. I didn't have the COVID, but I had that. And I prayed for a long time while I was sitting in that bed. My wife couldn't come and see me because of the pandemic, the whole thing. It just was a really bad situation on top. Then there were 25 cases of COVID that they decided they were going to put on the floor with me, even though they were going to set up a separate wall or, or, or a curtain or something and treat them. Luckily, thank God, they changed their minds. I'd have been in serious shape. We did have that situation, but I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm talking to you. You know, just to let you know, we just don't sit behind the microphone. We live it. We're just like you. Isaiah 43, 2 
says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. And that is exactly what happened with Tony. Well, yeah, and that was one incident. That was over New Year's. But before that, I had the same infection, the same situation in October and then December. But that knocked me down. All I could think of is getting better, getting out. I'm talking to you now. I don't have the situation. I've gone through rehab and all of that. And I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. I'm doing great. Because he has filled my desert with a river. And I know that he healed me and he helped me. Now, look, there's some people who don't get healed and they die and they go on. But you know... This is our stopping place. It's it's just a rest area to going home. So it's a win-win situation. For us, if you're a Christian, you believe in Christ, your reward's coming. So we're just passing through. It hurts for the people left behind, but the people who go on have finally gone to where they should be. We're going to take a little break to hear about our sponsors. We'll get back to Tony and Laureen in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsor, Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory. Now back to Tony and Laureen. You know, when we look at the events that have taken place since 2020, it seemed like it was such a chaotic mess. How would we ever get out of it? But it is amazing that when you're trusting God, how he makes a way even in that chaotic mess. I didn't expect Tony to get sick again in December, but it it just seems like in that period of time, when I was in prayer, God would say to me, you are going into 2021 and you will be doing things you have never done for me before. And when you're working for the Lord and you're standing firm, yes, Satan will come against you, but God is there to protect you. You may not realize you're probably in a majority of younger than we are, okay? And I only bring that up because you talk about people who can look back. We look back on on almost three quarters of a century here and say, where did it go? And now you take us, as they call them, old schoolers, and you throw us into the world of technology. We don't just play games on this computer. We went in to broadcast a ministry. That's total insanity from where we came. We look at each other like, huh? But he said, behold, I do a new thing. And by God, he did it. Oh, Lord, <laughs> God did it. Not, not us, but here we are talking to you. 
So anything is possible, good, bad. You know, look at the good. We, we have a heck of a time at our ages to look back and see everything that has just gone away. And then here, press that button and you'll talk to the world. Oh, yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> God sometimes brings us through hard times to get our attention. We have to do our part. Our part is walking with him, talking with him, keeping our hearts and hands clean. But, you know, the Jewish nation, back then when God was saying he was going to do a new thing, he had them dispersed and had the Babylonians go in and just kind of attack them just to get them into a position that they would listen to him again. But God, he has so much mercy and love for us that he brought those people back. He wanted to bless them. Whatever we go through isn't for an eternity. It's for a season, and it helps us to grow. But then he wants to come back into our lives and help us to grow and help us to come back to him as a child comes back to his parents. And he wants to bless us and take care of us, and he does. You could be in the middle of a war zone, but if God is going to protect you, nothing will hurt you. Nothing will come near you to hurt you. If you, you remember Corey Ten Boom, prisoner of war for many years, concentration camp, and how devastating that was to her. But here's something, you know, God uses anything and anybody. Because of the fleas that were in her area where she was housed. In her barracks. In her barracks, right. The soldiers wouldn't go in there. They didn't want the fleas. They stayed out of there. Corey Ten Boom preached with her little Bible in there to all the rest of the women who were in there because of that. So there's a horrific situation, but the Word of God was there, and he made it possible through the most unlikeliness of having fleas. I mean, think of that. <laughs> you know, we did a program once of what, got fleas? We told the whole story. <laughs> exactly. But you got to read her book if you ever get it, The Hiding Place, because that's what saved her. He's there for you in the thick of it, and you have to know to go with it because it's him. Just to follow through with Corey Ten Boon, she was released because there was a mix-up in her number. She wasn't yes. supposed to be released. She was yep. to die in the gas chamber. Yes. But God had something for her to do, and in her 80s, she went around the world telling everyone. Yes how God brought her through and how wonderful he was to her and how wonderful he is and that he did take care of her and he would take care of you too. So don't be afraid. When he says he's going to do a new thing, he did a new thing in her life. He sure did. She <laughs> never expected to be traveling at no, that and, age and, and telling and, everyone. And you know, the, 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 the irony of the funny part of this is what... We met Corey Tamboon at our church when we were newlyweds. She came and she spoke, and she gave me one of her books, and she signed it. It's amazing how life happens and the things happen. Even if you know, you're know you in the worst of it, there's more to come, but you have to lean on him. You have to look at your Bible. You have to read your Bible. 
There's no excuse not to, and, they, and if you do it like we do, I realize that, gee, nothing's changed in how many centuries, you know. Reading your Bible isn't medicine. Reading your Bible is filling up and finding joy and hope and promise and, and getting to know him more and knowing that you can trust him because he loves you with a love that you can't even measure. When he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing, don't look back and be sad at what is not going to be anymore if things have changed to that extent for you. Look forward to what he has for you and what he is doing as he's saying here, do you not perceive and know it and will you not give heed to it? Are you paying attention to it? And we can't pay attention to it unless we are close to him so that he could reveal what is coming. We're doing a new thing right now. Coming up in the next month or so, my sweet partner here, Laureen, and co-host has a booklet coming out on Amazon and Kindle called Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises. Who would think, you know, mom and pop over here are writing a book. That's just incredible. But this happened during this whole mess. And we're not writers. We're not authors. We're not rich. We're, we're not televangelists. We've got staff. We've got a wonderful board that gives us support and the freedom to move forward. And they believe in how we believe. That's that's a given. But it's her and I. But we've had people for the last 30 years behind us now, and they're still going. She's writing this book. It's a compilation of 10 episodes we did. And she put it together in a little booklet. It's a nice read, and it'll be available for sure and all proceeds will go to Living with Victory Ministries, which is something we, we never thought of. There's, you know, something that has happened here in the catastrophe that we've been through that is solid and is good, and it's going to help a lot of people. You're hearing me here in the United States, and there are people we get letters from in South Africa, in Russia, in Australia. My God, I can't, you know, <laughs> India. It does happen. We're not unique to this whole thing, but we believe in strongly that he has the power to do it, and he can get us out of this mess. He is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He's got us. Just make sure you let him know that you are hanging on to him. Remember, Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and the nations are upon his shoulders. Yes, yes. And again, Isaiah 43, 2, be encouraged by these words. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. Exactly. And you know, here's the thing. We're, we're the small guy on the block. We're the little peanut. We're the grassroots just about. In this year and a half, this is the best year of support we have had in years of doing this, right? Mm -hmm, I mean, exactly. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, we've got new furniture donated uh, to us, uh, the computers. We're going to publish a book for crying out loud. Things of that nature. We're no different than you are trying to tell you that. We've never done this stuff before, and we don't have the finances to do it ourselves within ourselves, you know, 
understand what God has done for us, he can do for you. That I can tell you. There are stories we have, and we can go on forever. Listeners and friends who have beat COVID in their 80s, they have beat cancers, and people right now who are recovering miraculously. It's happening all around us. It's not an impossibility. We're not talking pie in the sky. Hang on to your faith. You believe in him, show him. Don't move away from him and don't believe everything you hear, but keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Be encouraged. He is for you. He will not let you go. His promises are true. And he loves you with a love that you cannot measure. We are looking forward and working with God to move with him. This is what it's all about. We're not here to glorify ourselves or any of that. But Lorraine and I want to help you because we know, and if you listen to some of our podcasts, and I wish you would, the the archived ones telling our stories about where we've been and how we've been, and it it just continues. You know, it's an up and down, it's a seesaw, but, and here's, here's, I'll give you icing on the cake. We've been trying to sell this house for years. Nothing, but I'll leave you with this. We actually had somebody knock on the door and ask if we wanted to sell the house. He wants to buy it. He's building a house right behind us. He was willing to buy this. So it happens, folks, and it's all because of Jesus. We love you, and we will keep you abreast of everything that's going on. Remember, Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. Our announcer will give you more information on how to donate. And please do look us up, YouTube, wherever. So you have a great day. And this is Tony. And Laureen. Jesus is your umbrella. We love you. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep